It's a great day, isn't it? Maybe this is the best day of your life. Look, there's so many people around you and the sun has been shining and everything seemed to be going so easy today. Congratulations, I knew you could do it. You've been showing a great level of performance for the last couple of years. I know it wouldn't have gone unnoticed. And look at this party, everybody is here to congratulate you. Well done! What a great move, now you're a manager, well done! Your team must be so proud of you, having a person like you being their leader. From all the people that applied, they chose you because you were the best one. Hey, congratulations! You must be feeling so proud now. Let's find a quiet space for a moment and... We can't hear ourselves think, can we? It's so noisy here. Everybody's so happy and pleased about your success. This might be a little better. So what really got you here? Being the manager of this new team now. Being promoted to become a manager. Being chosen from so many people who had applied for the same job. For the last couple of years, you had been showing a high level of professional performance, haven't you? I mean, just the way you showed your personal performance by, by helping people along, by volunteering to do things extra, by being on top of your game, really. And maybe your manager even recognized how good your planning skills were. I mean, after all, everything that you charged really made things on time. You were really good at solving problems, weren't you? Your problem-solving skills might have been the best in the department. Everybody came to you and said, how can I do this? What about your focus on profit? Wasn't that good too? I mean, all the projects that you were leading, all the accounts that you were running, they were actually, you know, right on the mark. You knew what you need to change and what you needed to focus on to stay profitable. People honored that, didn't they? They said, if there's an important project, give it to him. And your positivity, that didn't get unrecognized either. The way you were sort of being able to pull people along with your positive attitude made many join your quest and support you on the way, didn't they? Looking back at that, doesn't it feel great? Because these are five things that made your promotion possible. I call them the five areas of professional performance. There is a high level of personal performance. There are excellent planning skills. There is a very good problem-solving methodology. There's a focus on profit. And there's a positivity around you. And just to make it easy for you to remember, these are five P's for professional performance. Your personal performance, planning skills, problem solving, profit focus and positivity. And people who display a high level of these five areas of professional performance, they don't get by unnoticed. Managers put them on a list and mark you as talent. 
And one day you might apply for a job for a higher position to become a manager and you really get that position because you have been showing that level of performance for quite some time and you get promoted and you should be really proud of yourself now. All this got you here, where you are right now, being the team leader of your team. So what lies ahead of you now? You might be wondering. Welcome to this Power Hour with me, Coach Colin, your skipper on your journey in mastering your leadership. This Power Hour is made specifically for you so that you can discover something. And maybe you will discover something that you already are doing and you will have the courage and the conviction to master it in the future. It could also be that in this Power Hour you discover something totally new and you start practicing and using it. Or in this Power Hour you have an insight and you have a breakthrough and you start doing something totally differently in the future. Wherever you are on your journey in mastering your leadership, this Power Hour is for you. But before we get started, just one word of advice. Please stay safe. Your organization has chosen you to be one of the leaders to lead your team to success. That is why, if you're listening to this podcast while driving a car, perhaps in a plane, or even doing chores around the house like cutting the lawn, then just make sure that you are safe. Because your team relies on you. So let's get started with this Power Hour. So this high level of professional performance got you to where you are today, into the position of being a team leader. And you might have been a team leader for quite a while now. And you have a manager who's chosen you to take care of this team. At what moment in time have you noticed that your manager is actually having some quite high expectations on you? And... Maybe even she's expecting some results from you that you have never achieved before. How do you feel about that? Could it be that having these level of expectations on you and looking at reality and seeing the gap, you feel a little stressed on occasions and you're wondering, how am I really going to do this? How am I going to make it happen? What is interesting to know that in these types of situations where we are a little stressed and we feel a little nervous and we wonder how things are going to go, that we actually prefer to fall back into behavior that we have previously had. Specifically, we fall back and choose our, our habits. We choose the way how we have been working before because this gives us the feeling of certainty. It gives us the feeling of safety and the confidence that things might turn out the same way as we want them to be. So we are in the situation where we believe that the same behavior that made us successful before as an individual, as a specialist, an employee, is going to make us successful now as a team leader and a manager. But is that really true? 
Before, we were focusing on our five areas of professional performance so that we as an individual, we got recognition. And now we have to start to focus on the team so that they perform at a high level, so that your team creates the results. So let's have another look at that to see how that would play out. So in the past, you had a very high level of professional performance, which means your personal performance was amazing. You volunteered, you, you took on extra tasks, you had great planning skills, you had a problem-solving ability, which was the best of that team at the time. You were focusing on the profit and you were extremely positive. And there's certain behavior that belongs to that. And now, when you feel a little stressed and you fall back onto the behavior that made you successful at that time, you have to ask yourself, well, is that really then the behavior that is going to help your team to be successful? Because the behaviors that made you successful are all about personal performance, your professional performance as an individual. And maybe, of course, you're comparing yourself to your team and you're wondering, well, all they need to do is to do exactly as if I would have done that type of job. But stop there and think for a minute. They're not you. They're individuals. They have their own experience, their own abilities, their own way of performing. So you can't really expect them to be exactly like you, can you? Because if they were they already be managers. So a person's perspective on developing their professional performance will get them to where you are today. And to have the perspective of a leader so that the team can develop their professional performance so that the whole team reaches a new level is another perspective that it is time to focus on. It is the leader's perspective. The leader's perspective. Undoubtedly, you're committed to deliver on the results, but you're not going to create the results your team is going to create the results. So how can you get your team to improve their game and be better at their professional performance as individuals? Maybe you're thinking about, well, I can improve their personal performance because I can start setting goals onto in each individual and we can agree on what has to be done. I can set targets so everybody knows exactly what is expected from them. And that might work for a while, but it also requires you to get much more involved to follow up on what is happening there. So what if there was another way of doing it so that the people would develop their personal performance by themselves? There's a saying that actions without purpose drain the motivation. Have you thought about that? Actions without purpose drain the motivation. Now, this has never happened for you because you have always been motivated. 
because you actually found your purpose when you were working in the team. But maybe you remember that moment when your manager at the time, or even now, actually demands a certain action from you to visit a certain customer, to, to comply with certain standards. And if you don't know why, how much motivation did you actually have at that moment to do it? Maybe you noticed, noticed that your manager had to come back to you and remind you even to do certain things because you were not motivated to do it. You see, teams that have a clear purpose, the reason why they are and for what reason they are contributing to, to the overall organization, teams that have a clear purpose, they outperform other teams with 20%. But this purpose is not having a target. This purpose is having the inner understanding of why the team exists and how they contribute to the overall. So to be able to get there, the, your perspective has to change from focusing on the performance of the individuals to start to focus on the purpose of the individuals and the purpose of your team. Because only when everybody has their purpose in mind do they feel the urge and obligation and they want to perform at a higher level than they did before. Because it's only the purpose of knowing why you're doing things but that will get you out of bed in the morning, isn't it? That is why in the following programs, I'm going to show you the powerful purpose activator. Because this is what I teach managers. If you can find and develop that purpose with your team, you can activate that feeling, that sense of contribution and desire to, to perform. What about your planning skills now, the second area of professional performance? Remember how good they are? How can you now ensure that everybody in your team can create as good as plans as you? Perhaps you're following a suggestion of somebody else and they said, well, you have to measure the time. You have to make sure that you have a, a clear timeline for every activity that there is so that people know exactly when they should finish. But what if, if there was another way? What if, if you had a way that in your team, when something gets started, it actually has a recipe of steps how to do it in the best way? Because if you had that recipe, you wouldn't have to go back into every individual's plan and start correcting it. There would be a process how the people could be successful. Which means with your time as a leader, you have the opportunity to focus on two things. You can invest your time and work in the process, like correcting the plans, um, making sure that everybody speaks to each, each and everyone else so that the plan gets coordinated and these types of things. Or you can work on the process, taking a look to see at what point the process that your team is working in is disconnected, at what point it has to be improved, when it is not efficient, so that 
the people can have a better chance of being successful from the moment they get started. It is like if your team were having a pizzeria. Wouldn't it be good that everybody had a recipe that when they started on a pizza, you knew it would be perfect in the end and you wouldn't have to check up on each and every one and adjust the tomatoes and add a little cheese on it and leave it in the oven a little longer. That is what your team is responsible for. So that is why I train managers all about the ultimate process blueprint, a methodology so that together with their team, they can define exactly what their blueprint for success is so that when the team gets started, they can finish it successfully in the end without you getting involved. Isn't that what you want? Then you've got more time. Remember how good you were at solving problems? Don't you wish sometimes that your team, every individual had the same problem-solving skills so that they could really come up with great solutions? So where are you now on this? Maybe you're focusing on the different problems that your team is having and actually getting involved and offering solutions and making suggestions how things could be done. And I know you're doing this out of the good intention because you want to help your team to progress and you want to reach the goals. But what happens the next time round when they have a problem? Who do they turn to? Do they develop their problem-solving methodology for themselves so that they can be good at solving problems? No, they come to you, right? I know that feels good to be asked for an opinion and advice, but where does your time go? And what do you do when people come to you and ask you for advice today? Do you help them to solve the problem? Do you coach them to solve the problem? Or do you just give them some advice how you would have done it because it feels that is the most effective way to do it? Maybe it is the time to change your perspective from solving the problems and focusing more on the people. Because your people want to develop as well so that they become clever at solving the problems themselves. That is why I train and coach managers about the practical people transformer. Because the practical people transformer is about developing the competence and experience of the people so that they can find their better solutions. It's not about the solution competence of each and every one. It is no looking at the competence that needs to develop in the people so that they can become more independent, finding the solutions for themselves. So how much longer do you want to invest in trying to fix solutions when it can be much more effective to develop your people to be more competent at doing it themselves? So how do you deliver on profit today? I know profit in general is the efficient balance of your resources in time, in money, in people, and so that you don't consume too much. That's in the general sense profit. And of course, everybody in a company has to take care of their own profits. 
And could it be that your manager today is asking you to be more profitable, to consume less of your resources, to have less people and be more efficient? How are you dealing with that challenge? Are you spending time doing the analysis to see where you lose profit and where you can save on your resources? Perhaps you've got a lot of KPIs that you would want your people to be in control of. And are all these KPIs and indicators really relevant for your business? Of course, it is easy to follow up on all of them, and there are always some of them that will be in the red. But is that really what's going to lift your team to the next level of performance? It is time to change your perspective from profit to progress. Because many times, it might take quite a long time until the profits really materialize. Perhaps you're in a project that has to be delivered in nine months, or your customer is going to decide in 12 months. And how are you going to keep your team motivated on the way? Following up on these KPIs and indicators is not going to help them. What really is going to make the difference here is that the people have a feeling of progress, that they still are moving despite the fact that the final profit, the final result, the final target is not being reached yet. That is why I train managers and leaders around the dynamic progress planner. Because with this progress planner, you can have an agreement with your team about the few indicators that are really necessary and valuable to give that feeling of progress, even when there is no results to show. Because after all, progress equals happiness. And if there's no progress, everything appears to stop and nothing develops. And wherever you turn, there is nothing new. And that is quite frustrating. So with a dynamic progress planner, you're going to have a tool so that you can keep your team motivated to give a little extra because they see the progress in what they do. And during the upcoming sessions, I'm going to share even with you this fourth element that will help you to make the shift to the leader's perspective. Which brings us to the fifth area of the leader's perspective. Where in the past, you had a lot of positive energy and that positive energy, you were able to pull people along just by being there and being positive because they like to be around you. But now, since your manager is starting to have high hopes and high expectations on your performance, perhaps you're not so positive anymore. This could easily be due to the fact that you're a little tense, you're a little nervous, perhaps you're even stressed out. And when we're stressed, it is very hard to show that positivity. And maybe you've been starting to push people a little bit, to be more assertive, to the point, showing a little more energy when you share tasks and delegate things to, to your team. But that level of intensity that you bring with your work right now might not be that tool to bring your team to the high level of performance where you want them to be. 
That is why it is now the moment to change your perspective from just being positive to be more passionate about certain things. To develop your personal passion again so that people can feel this energy around you that they would want to join your quest again. That is why I coach managers around the personal passion creator. Because in this new perspective of being the leader, there are many things that will lead to this sense of purpose, the sense of progress, the sense of a process and the focus on the people that will allow you to develop your passion as a leader again, despite the fact that there are certain things that you're not in control of, that are not perfect, that still need further development and that are not happening yet. But that level of passion that you would expect from yourself as a leader so that everybody is pleased to be around you and together with you is something that you can focus on as part of your shift to the leader's perspective. Now is a good time to summarize everything so that you can see an overview. Before, when you were working in a team as a specialist, as an employee, you were focusing on your personal performance, you were focusing and developing your planning skills, you were being better in developing your problem-solving ability, you were focusing on the profits and you were being positive. This, what, this is what made you have a high level of professional performance. And of course, you would want everybody on your team to have that same high level of performance, but they're not there yet. That is why you want to develop them to have a higher level of performance. So rather than focusing on every individual, whether they don't have this level of performance that you had at the time, it would be good to take a shift, a shift in perspective from moving away from personal and individual performance more to the perspective of a leader. Because the leader's perspective is developing the team as a whole and the individuals to take that shift towards a higher level of performance. Which means you have to make a shift in your perspective as well. And the shift to the leader's perspective is focusing on the purpose that your team has, is focusing on the process, how they're working so that they begin safe and sure every time they get started, to focus on the people so that they develop as individuals to become better at what they're doing, to focus on the progress so that everybody feels that things are happening and that you're moving forward, and to focus on your personal passion so that you feel that you have the positive passion in situations when things are not working so perfectly, because there will be some. And during the following sessions, I'm going to share with you the elements, the methods, the reasons why, so that you can develop your shift towards a leader's perspective. Thank you for listening to this Power Hour. What was interesting for you in this power hour? Was it really valuable? In that case, just go and press like or write a comment. 
Or maybe you can even share this power hour with some of your peers and colleagues so that they can become a little better tomorrow. Because it's very rewarding for us to see people becoming better around us because this way our team can achieve different results and reach new goals. And if you have something specifically that you would like to have help with, why not send me a private message or an email and detail exactly what you would want help in. Because always remember, I am Coach Colin and I am the skipper on your journey in helping you mastering your leadership. So no matter what wins you have on your journey, just stay the course and stay safe and enjoy the ride. I'm Coach Colin and I'm the skipper right by your side. Until next time, take care 